Chris and Will here, and you know, you guys, we have a challenge for you, and it's all about the red shirt. That's right. It's been a symbol of pride since 1991. In 2020, we're spreading the message of diversity, equality, and kindness with the red shirt challenge across the globe. On June 6th, join the world in wearing your red shirt and help us bring us all together hand in hand. Go to kindredpride.org to register. Join us June 6th with your red shirt. Show it off. Hashtag RSPD. It's the show that makes us talk. Oh my gosh, Willie. So the pancakes that I made the other day, it seemed like they got so angry at me. Why? It's like their attitude just flipped. (laughs) What about our life? With Chris and Will. Season 2. It's another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. How are you? Hi. It's another week at home (laughs) um still trying to figure out what to do with myself uh especially for me we've got stuff to do you guys i just can't find the motivation to do it and the and we are doing our part and we are helping and you know we're contributing and all that good stuff but damn i'm tired yeah but also as we've said before Take care of you. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. Well, this week, you guys, we are talking about knowing your worth. And damn, you got the look. It's all mm-hmm. about you and mm-hmm. health and something we need in this time yeah. of our lives as the whole world is being forced to change at the moment, which is a good thing. Yeah. It's a very good thing. I think the world's needed to change We've had a lot of ups and downs in life and a lot of creepiness, to be honest with you. (laughs) A lot of negativity, to be honest with you. So maybe, hopefully, this is a sign that's making people, especially ourselves, sit down and think and want to change, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, You know, not that we complain a lot, but we kind of set a limit for the day that says, uh, you know, oh, we can only complain, oh, so many times today, and then after that, keep your mouth shut. And Mm -hmm. we've been kind of limiting ourselves on uh, social media and not going through that. could get stressful. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. everybody's going through their own thing and has their own opinions and their thoughts, and that's wonderful. We love that, but at the end of the day, sometimes, at least for myself, we have to manage our anxiety, so we have to kind of lower it down. Otherwise, we're going to drive ourselves insane, and that's clearly not what we want to do. We go walking. We do. Um, We're still going to do that. We are just now being put on a lockdown, and so it... uh, Might prevent a little bit of areas where we go walk, but we can still walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. So we are around a golf course, so that will be good. But the rule is stay six feet uh, between each other. (laughs) I I don't know how that's going to be possible for Chris and Will. We can't even do that. I mean, I just, I don't, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, Chris and Will are just, you just, we're connected at the hip. There's yep. no damn way that you're yep. that that's going to go away. And, you know, yeah. so I just don't know. But um, 
we're fine. The yeah. people that mm-hmm. we're that are here with us that are in the same house, they're all fine too. So we're all doing our part. We're trying to contribute to one another, entertain one another. We've been uh, judging videos from the Emmys. Yeah. We are part of the Emmys, of course, and it is uh, voting season right now. And so we've been spending a lot of time watching some great projects yeah, and voting on them to determine whether or not they're Emmy worthy or not, mm-hmm. uh, or nomination worthy, all that fun stuff. So we've been kind of staying busy. Yeah. And I think for, I mean, this is just individually, but also this is like a time to where, yes, you know, you got a lot of time on your hands. Sometimes it's not a good idea to have that much, but in that change, it's taking that thought process of things and really, well, for me, not being afraid of what I'm thinking about, you know, basically just, is it distracting or is it just, okay, thinking and gosh, then go on to something the, else. At the end of the day, oh my gosh, you have to stop and think and you can't overthink it because yeah. if you don't, you're going to, again, you're thinking gonna about your, thinking. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> drive yourself nuts. Yeah. I mean, I've said this before, I'm sleeping and I, I'm always on the go. So sleep has always been very minimal to me. And I'm sleeping so much my body hurts. And it's just like, oh my gosh, okay, this is new to me. So <laughs> I'm hope I'm trying not to get used to it because if I get used to it going when we go back to things, it's going to be hard to readapt if that's what I'm But that's the for. part where it comes in that where we have to uh, as you saying, change is good. So adapt with what's ever happening. So like maybe, I don't know, we start, I don't know, doing like walk at home exercises or I don't know, I don't something know. to. It's just crazy. Just got to get creative with it, you know? But I do miss being in the studio. I do miss yeah. all that fun stuff. We yeah. love we love production. So of we course. can't I mean, wait to get back to it. There's so much that goes, you know, before it and during it. And it's just, it's like setting the stage. It is setting the stage. And, you know, we've worked hard to get to these points and so we do miss it and miss our team and that kind of goes into this first topic uh knowing your worth yes absolutely so you know for us in particular the one thing at least for myself and and possibly for willie um when you've reached a certain level of your life you try not to to go down unless you have to and if you go down then it you have to set it in your head that it's temporary so you can go back to the level that you once were um you know for example here's a good example that i always give in that in that case scenario when i had worked speaking of the emmys when i did work the uh emmy awards back uh whenever can't remember when when they were at the shrine auditorium that was years ago. Was I can't remember. 2010. No, no, it was before that. 2005, 2006. I don't know. It was something like it that. was somewhere along that line. And I got my first job as being the assistant. I got hired by an organization, and we were hired from Shrine Auditorium to to basically assist with uh, crowds and so forth. It wasn't a big position because remember. I had just, we were just kind of getting started in the business mm-hmm. at that point. So anyway, so I had gotten hired and I, they had uh, sent me to be the assistant of talent. Mm-hmm. So I assisted all these wonderful celebrities and that's really where my niche went. And 
ever since then, and I started finding my caliber and said, you know what, if I'm going to do assisting jobs, I don't want to do anything below that. Because now these particular celebrities, they knew know who I am and they know how I work. And it benefited because they remembered me, kept repeating to ask for me every time something would come up. So I stuck at that caliber. And so basically what I'm meaning, what I mean is it, it's kind of like being a manager. If you if you desire to walk up and up the ladder in a company and you get a management position, you want to stay there and build your way up. And you don't want to go back down unless mm-hmm. you necessarily have to. And make sure that that is the, I don't know how to word this one that you want to be on that ladder. You know, you're yeah. choosing your ladder basically, you know, do it because it's fun and it brings happiness to you, not because of an alternative. Well, mode yeah, of- I mean, it's kind of like your experience and your skill. When you put that on a resume, obviously you've learned that you're good at that. You're responsible with that. Yeah. That's why you told the employer that. Exactly. So, you know, why go below it unless you have to? I mm-hmm. mean, when I say you have to, if you don't have a job and you need a job, and that's the best you can get, then take the job and then build your way up from that point. But always put in your head that it's temporary because if you put it in your head, it's temporary, then you're going to train yourself to work harder to get to the next level. That's a lesson I learned from Chris um, because there was one specific uh, one I did temp work for and I so did not want to do it. This was many, many, many years ago. And it's all about how when you go into it, as Chris had mentioned, you know, your worth, you know, so I mean, whatever it is, it's there the whole time. And it hasn't gone anywhere. You're just, you're adding more experience to your life journey. Absolutely. When Willie and I uh, got down way down lower in after 2001 I mm-hmm. think it was when 9/11 happened after 9/11 and you know we had gotten laid off we had no money to pay rent we literally were so behind on rent and um, you know we didn't take any shame in it when we said okay well we're gonna go apply for Wendy's or something like that of course they didn't hire us because we were too experienced I guess according to them we were too overqualified <laughs> uh, whatever the hell that means but you um, at the end of the day, we didn't think that we were too good to do exactly. that. Exactly. And, you know, as a as, as we have managed talent before, um, I'm not going to mention names, but there are talent that we have managed, and you know who I'm talking yes. about, who believes that they are too good to go get an ordinary job. And that's why they fail in life. And that's why they are in bad positions in their life, because they have that mentality that they are the way. And they're not the way, Mm -hmm. you know, life is the way, Yeah. you know, you can choose your way into life, but life is life's the way, you know, so you're never too good to do small things because you always got to remember where you come from. Mm -hmm. But um, in any sense, value is like worth in in so many different ways. Hobbies. If you're good at something, that's your worth. Something that brings you like that, that you don't have to. It's nothing that's like, okay, I have to do this a certain way and do that a certain way. It's something that you naturally are like, hey, I'm just going to, like, for example, uh, like 10 years ago, I did a a landscape photography as a hobby, you know, and there were just certain points that where, oh, I'm going to take a picture. Why? Didn't question it. Did it. 
Yeah. Made me happy. Yeah. I mean, because again, it, if you have a hobby in crocheting, now I don't have patience for that. I can't <laughs> do it. But, you know, some people are extraordinarily good at it and great at it. And, you know, one that comes to mind is pink. Did you know that pink crochets? I didn't know that, but I do remember that at one time Vanna White said that she liked yes. to crochet. Uh, it's, I love what people do with it. I really do. I just can't do it. Well, that's their worth as well. Yeah. What entertains you is your worth. Yeah. Uh, creativity, of course. Yes. Dreaming is your worth. I mean, if if Walt Disney didn't believe that he had worth in his dreams and his creativity, there would be no Mickey Mouse. Uh-huh. So anything that you do in life is worth something. Mm -hmm. And you've just got to know and believe that it, it is worth something. And to keep climbing that ladder. So don't ever degrade your worth, no matter what. And yet we are going through some troubled times right now. But don't let that take you away from uh, your value and your worth. Because faith is going to get you back there. Mm -hmm. It's going to get you back there. Trust me. Willie and I have been down that route many, 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 uh -huh. many times. Uh, dedication to things is worth. Uh, inner circle, we've talked about that. That's, yeah. that's worth in itself. Um, and don't be so harsh on yourself. I mean, no. if you know for sure that, or I wouldn't even say that I would say in your heart, you want to do something, do it. And if it doesn't come out, you know, tip top the very first time, the fact that you even took that first teeny tiny step, that's something to say, Hey, you know Absolutely. what, you know what? I'm going to keep going until I, it's something that you know, and feel Kind of like, you know, looking at bucket lists. You feel bucket lists. Well, that I, and I'm not really a fan of the term bucket list because it's like, oh, I'm going to do that before I die. I think of it more as something I've always wanted to do. Yeah, but it's goal oriented. Though. I know, but. I mean, it really is because it's like accomplishing things that you didn't think you'd ever accomplish before. So it's goal oriented. Yeah. It's more like, however you want to look at it. It's more like long-term goals. Yeah. Than yeah. Short-term goals. Mm -hmm. But um, then that goes into the next topic, which is easy. It's you. Not that you're easy. It's but simple. It's you. It's simple. Yeah. It's you. What is it? What, what, what makes you, you? Yeah. That is a good term. Mm -hmm. You know, gosh, what, what, what makes me me? What makes Chris determination, dedication, confidence? Yep. That's a big one. And I always like reading those things on Facebook that sits there and says, tells me what I am. And the, the biggest one, the one I read most recently that I showed you was, um, you know, I'm confident and I'm the best person to be around and the best friend, but you anger me. It's dangerous. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know what? You piss me off. Then you know what? Getting pissed on is going to be better than how I'm going to deal with you afterwards, <laughs> you know, and it's true. It's true. I, I do take care of the people that are in my inner circle very well. Well, it's basically what you give is what you receive. So, you know, if people treat you or, well, first, like we said, love yourself and the world will love you in return. So there you have it. So what would be Willie? Happiness. Yep, I mean, absolutely. smiling. I mean, he's just... got a shitload of those smiley face things. Oh, I love it. It's like, <laughs> gosh, it almost makes you want to puke when you're having a day yeah. and you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, will you get this stuff out of and my you're, face? I know you wonder why, but just like each person has their own thing. I look at a smiley face or a happy face and I go, oh, 
I feel happy inside. But you and know, then that small little happy turns into a I can happy. tell this one, though. When he doesn't wake up and is in a good mood and doesn't have a personality, I send his ass to bed. Because mm-hmm. then you know... Then you know you're gonna have a really bad day, and uh, Chris will put up with it. Now it ain't gonna happen. Well, it just says I happen. need to, you know, I'm not ready to get up quite yet. Oh, and, uh, and if you had the choice to choose that, you'd be in bed all day. You're loving the fact that we're at home 24 seven. But you gotta you give me credit though. I don't oversleep. Oh, oh, that's a big question. Whatever. <laughs> so, what would be the most memorable moment in life? Wow. The simplest. And like I said. And what would that be? Just being right alongside you in those moments of there's nothing going on. Well, no. I mean, and I know we've talked about this before. I don't know if on the podcast or not. But like when we're having a meal together, that means a lot to me. Yes, you're eating food. You you don't want to look at somebody else eating. But to me, it's like you're sharing a moment. You're together. You know, it's just the fact that there's somebody on the other side of the table and they're there with you because they choose to be there with you. They don't have to eat with you. I guess the most memorable moment for me would be eating steak then. If you want to reference eating because I like to eat. I love steaks. I love good juicy steaks. Okay, there's a good one. What would be the least memorable moment in life? (laughs) (laughs) It depends. In or before we've been together. (laughs) Uh, You choose one. Oh, boy. I'm just reading the notes. Yeah. um, I would have to say the most, the least memorable moment in life is this shit. Really? Yes, because it's driving me nuts because I am not a homebody. Wow. Okay, I would have to say because there's a lot, but one that comes to my head is when we were living in the car. Um, yeah, but at least at that point we were mobile. Y- true, but we were still but mobile. in my and we still did things in my life in when how old I was at that time, and my limited experience on my life journey, I. I dubbed it the void. I mean, technically, we weren't homeless, you guys. We did get, we did have places to get showers, and we were working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't afford a place to live. Yeah. Uh, and two, we could have moved back home with parents, but we chose not to. One, my parents were out of state. His parents, that's just enough said. And we just chose not to because we didn't want to be around that. We were losing mm-hmm. something if we did, mm-hmm. and we weren't ready to lose that. And I'm actually quite glad that 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 we made that decision. So here goes another one. How do you challenge yourself? You know, it's interesting because today I did that. Cause one of the things that my, I, I, so I have this, yes, I meditate every day, but it's not traditional meditation. And one of the things that came up uh, was when was the last time you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone? So that's a challenge right there because you're like, I mean, like for me, even thinking, you know, there are certain thoughts. I pay attention to them. If it's saying something or, I'm, or, you know, or if I'm thinking about something and then all of a sudden, Oh, I'm happy about that. Oh, wait a minute. It turned itself around on me. It twisted it. It lured me into a trap. Maybe it's, trying to tell me something but if i did but instead of getting deep into it just observing it as okay maybe it's just other stuff going on it's thinking okay it doesn't bother me so much 
So that was sort of like a challenge for me. Mine would have to be motivating. Motivating. Finding motivation to finish things. Hmm. I can start things, but it takes a long time to get them done. It's not a struggle to do these shows because they're very minimal and it's work. And I don't consider it work, but um, finding motivations to do other projects and yeah. doing things that you know that has to get done. Well, finding that spark, that creativity to get you, itself. to get the gears going. So what about your relationship? What about it? Tell me about that. Do you think that uh, it's a plus or a negative? You know, it depends on the perspective. Actually, no. Actually, if we've been doing this shit for 20-something years, it has to be a plus. Well, It has to be a plus. Well, I don't when care I, what you when say. When I say no, that is because... No, 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 I don't say. I don't know. No. Well, I hadn't finished yet. Nope. Hurry up, long-winded. Come on. So, Come on. obviously, Chris is very direct, and I take the long way around. But through the years, we've learned each other's weaknesses and strengths. And so... There you have it. You know, it's basically, yes, it is a plus. And I say that because I've learned a lot from Chris. Stuff I would have not even imagined. So there you go. What is the biggest lesson you've learned from your relationship? The biggest lesson. Biggest lesson. Let the other person be as they are. Very good. I like that. Even though you really don't like to do that. Yeah, but I've had to come to a point in my life to where there was so much taking me away from that. Mine would have to be patience. Hmm. Learning to have patience, which is something an independent is good having patience for themselves. But when it comes to having patience for others, it's very limited. And when we're basically around each other, 24-7 and everything that we do, that patience is a mandate. And you know what's funny is the world is having to learn how Chris and Will has had to learn for 20 years. And that uh -huh. is we have been together side by side 24-7 exactly. doing everything. If we were connected by a hip, we would be connected by a mm -hmm. hip because, you know, what? that's just we do everything together. So the yeah. world's filling how we do and it's frustrating at times but you get used to it and you learn how to adapt with it and work with it because you know when willie would have to go do projects and i'm at home i'm gonna tell you it's lonely hmm. and you get you you get you like okay all right when's he coming home and you don't think that you're gonna do the first few hours it's like damn i'm glad he's gone oh my gosh i can do things i can walk around naked <laughs> I can, you know, I can make some calls. I can do all this other stuff. But then after that, you're like looking at the clock. What time is he coming home again? Gosh, hurry up. Can you get over here? So, yeah. So you you start to miss that time that they're away. So, um, but uh, what would be the biggest lesson you learned from your childhood about life? Oh, wow. Oh, boy. That's, I would say... Trust your inner self. Yep. Loving yourself without guidance from others. Yep. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Family is family. You don't get to choose your family, but you can choose your life and the ones around you. Yep. And that's the biggest thing. And it's learning trust is a big one. Because as a child, you're taught to trust that inner circle that's made for you. And then as an adult, you start to learn in some cases, not all cases, in some cases you start to learn that, you know what, that inner circle that was given to you as a child may, may not be the inner circle that you need in life. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to uh, 
trust on that. Um, why is giving back important? Especially Not, to you. Why is it important? Because if you don't, you won't feel complete. Yeah, absolutely. What about going back? What do you mean? Looking back in your past. I don't. I look back at my past as a learning lesson. I don't look back at my past as, as something that I need to fix. Because you know what? If I go fix something in my past, it changes everything from good and bad. And I don't want that. I like it the way it was. I learned fine from it. Well, you've also had a lot of experiences to see it from that point of view. And I agree with you a hundred percent. It's taken me a long time to get to that point. Yep. Absolutely. And you know, it kind of goes into the, into the next topic, which is called, which uh, I'll go into, but I'm going to identify what style is. We've talked about this in season one. I call it style. Who you are, how you look, and where you come from, that is your style. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't believe people are labeled by their nationality, uh, the amount of money they make, mm -hmm. or where they come from, yep. how they dress, yep. or or so, so many other things. They have their style. If a person chooses to, for example, if a person wants to walk around wearing Daisy Dukes, whether they belong in Daisy Dukes, if you remember <laughs> what a Daisy Duke is, if whether they belong in or they don't, it doesn't matter. That's the style. They take responsibility for the way they look. Cause I can guarantee you guys, if they put it on, they knew they were putting it on. If they're wearing it, they know they're wearing it. So that's their style. So when you identify yourself, you look at who you are and that creates your style. Mm -hmm. So what is your style? So stop and think about it. What makes you you? If somebody was going to say, well, how would you identify this person? They're going to come up with one thing. Like, for example, if I was to say, if somebody was saying, how would you describe Willie in one word? Happy. How would you describe all these different things? Because that's Willie's style. I'm not saying I'm not happy, but... He just, he has that personality where he's bubbly and he's on top of the world. You'd think he's high 24 seven <laughs> and you know, that's, that's his style. So again, when you identify your style, that's what it is. So now that goes into the next topic, which is called, you got the look. Remember the song, you love, got the look. love the song. Um, or no, I'm thinking, from, of the, um, I'm thinking she's got the look. From she's Roxette. got the look. Roxette. Yes. So, so missing her. I, I, we've known her for a little while before she passed and love the song. But anyway, you've got the look. So let's talk about that. What makes you look good? Gosh, your style. Again, it comes back down yeah. to your style. For me, I have to get fully dressed to walk out into the public. Because if I do not, I am always afraid of running into somebody and haunts me later. So uh -huh. to go to the po the mailbox that's literally down the drive, I will literally have to um, take a shower, brush my teeth, brush my hair, get completely dressed. Yeah. And I, I require that. That's what makes me, in yeah. my mind, look good. Well, for me, it's that not, I mean, yeah, people may look or whatever, but it's that feeling. If I step outside I'm ready for today. You know, I'm outside. I'm going to walk to the mailbox. I feel good. Mine is it, when I wake up and I'm ready to wake up. The moment I take my first med, that's my day. I start my day. Well, yeah, but yeah, you were talking about walking to the mailbox. Yeah. So in stepping outside. Well, what so. links do you go to to look good? 
our routine, I would say, is before we do anything, we have to be up two hours prior. Yeah. To give ourselves our routine. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it routine, but our our daily uh, meditation for Willie, exercise for me. Yes. Um, and basically taking everything that I need to take, vitamins, uh, breakfast, all uh-huh. that, all that stuff. I yep. kind of mix it all in. That's my start of the day. And it takes us literally two hours to get through that dress. And it's not like, okay, alarm clock goes off two hours, chop, chop. No, you do it as the flow of the day. And you know, the funny thing is that's our day. Our night is the same way almost, except it's an hour. It's an hour. Yeah. Um, I don't put on a face mask. Actually, I put on um, the Vicks vapor rub all over my face so I can <laughs> sleep at night and it helps with the uh, skin and getting rid of the pores in my skin. And that I do that an hour before I go to bed or right before I go to bed so I can sleep well with it. So mm-hmm. an hour before bed is usually our nighttime routine yeah. or our way of it. How is your chill? Our chill? <laughs> we don't really have one other than doing our normal thing and just Well, I would life. say sometimes, I mean, we've done this, well, I've done it a lot, but chill is you just plop on the Plop on your back on the bed and you're just staring up Watching at the movies, ceiling. Watching movies, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Or, you know, like for me, I'm just, you know, leaning against the bed. And if whatever I do is... And, you know, the up. biggest question we always get is that image strong? No, we are not image strong because we can oh, change no. it at any time yeah. with no problem. Absolutely. Or like, let's, so yeah. let's describe our look. What do you, what we describe our, we are not traditional gay men. So, oh, it, so we don't do the traditional ways of a gay man. Yeah. Um, describing our look is that would have to be our chill. We yeah. do care about how we look. We do care about our, our health. Health is important to us. We do care about what we eat and we do care about, our exercise and our skin and we do do take care of that. So I would have to say if you were to describe our, our own style, it would have to be, yeah, balance. It would have Mm -hmm. to be that. Yeah. Well, today we're all talking about health and all that grand stuff. And our guest with us today is Maggie Jones. Mm -hmm. She developed a new body sculpt and antioxidant that helps the immune system and stress relief it's like a bath yeah and so forth so she's done a lot of that great stuff the product was used by the military emmy winners and was funded by congress she's worked in the uh, medical field and she's got some great advice for us about uh staying healthy during yeah. all this time so we are looking forward to having her so sit back relax we're going to talk about your health because miggy jones is coming up We are honored to have with us today our special guest, Maggie Jones. Hi, Will. Hi, Chris. (laughs) So how are you? Are you staying isolated as boredom as much as you can possibly stay bored, I guess? Well, I'm not not bored because we've got something that uh, we're, we're, um, it's heartbreaking, but we've got something we're we're happy to be able to help. So I read that you were in, you started out in the medical field. So what gave yeah. you the interest to say, hey, look, the medical industry is exactly where I want to be? Oh, um, yeah, I started very young. I was like 16 years old. Wow. And I just, I, I think I was just a born caregiver. I just really loved helping people and animals. You know, I was a little girl in the hospital when I was young. And I had a appendicitis and they gave me a fake stethoscope and I went around at eight years old and I started acting like I was hearing everyone's heart and 
I don't know. I just wanted to work in the medical field after that. Wow. <laughs> well, very, very nice. Mm-hmm. So at what point did it yeah. did it give you the interest to say, okay, I wanted to create this wonderful product that you're about to talk about. And uh, what gave you the drive to say, okay, I'm going to not necessarily be fully in the medical field, but I'm going to be in the medical field in a different way and on my own way. Well, what happened is I was, um, I was working at the hospital and, and uh, ended up, I wanted to take my little uh, patients that I was assigned to home. <laughs> and I started um, helping uh, license other facilities, uh, smaller facilities, and then I decided to open my own um, assisted care facility. And I did that. And, um, and we were in a situation one day where we had a, uh, a resident that came in that had a stage four decubitus ulcer. And Anyway, not to get into medical issues and claims, but her power of attorney was uh, one who got the money that was left over, and she didn't want to spend the money on what she needed. So out of necessity, we decided to create an antioxidant mineral mix to help with this particular resident's skin. And um, later on, when we had a couple of residents that couldn't afford to stay, we had to find a way to supplement the income to keep them. Wow. And we decided to open a spa. I'd never even walked into a spa when we opened our first spa. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd had a, a Mary Kay facial and a massage at a gym, and I didn't know anything about spas at the time. So that's what started it. That's what began. And then we ended up using that product that we uh, originally created for helping this particular resident. And um, that's what ended up turning into a body treatment that has transformed to a bath and a soap now that was antioxidant mineral driven. Very nice. Yeah. So let's go into that. Uh, let's go into this amazing product that you came up with. Tell me about that. So originally, we I knew that there was some power in antioxidants and minerals because uh, the body doesn't produce minerals at all. Uh-huh. And most people don't know that they need it. It activates the enzymes. And then antioxidants, your body does produce some. But there's, uh, you know, we used to get a lot of this in the food and soil, but we don't get it like we used to. So... I knew that there was importance in antioxidants and minerals, and I had—I'm just sort of a mad scientist, so created this mix, and it was—it was doing well. But then we ended up, and we were using it more like an inch-loss body treatment because uh-huh. we were getting inches, but they weren't sweating, and it was really quite fascinating. But then I met doctors that were congressionally funded, that were top antioxidant research and development doctors, that had been testing an antioxidant formula that they created orally for the Marines and later NASA, mm. and they tested in the Department of Defense. And when I wow. met those doctors, and they had spent um, a lot of money, under under $30 million, but a lot of money, on various tests, they found that their mix helped raise the glutathione, which is the master of all antioxidants, which is uh-huh. one of the antioxidants your bodies produce. Wow. And that gets less as you get over 40, and it's a, it's a very important antioxidant that your body needs to support you know to support your immune system right so anyway after seeing these their studies what they did and all the things that post-traumatic stress and various studies of tests that they had done i had to move heaven and earth to get that created as a product that could go on your skin and could absorb over time so that's what it is very 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 nice Mm -hmm. wow well i have a question i was wondering with the um Cause see, I'm a slim person, and I have um, a high metabolism, 
And I uh-huh. was wondering with the, because you had said, is it a bath bomb or a soap? Is that what you had mentioned? It's a soak. It's the antioxidant. So the, the body contouring that we do at spas and clinics, uh, we do see the, some of um, the body eliminating some impurities, I guess is the best way to say it. And people will look slimmer, but it's really not about weight. And it's not about, I, again, I have to be careful about going in any claims, but it's just giving the body something the body needs. And so it's not about getting skinny. It's about getting healthier. Basically. Oh, okay. And so w- with the soak, you're not doing any contouring. Um, there are people that will see some things happen with their body naturally, like their ring fingers, rings will get uh, looser on their ring fingers and things like that. But it's really just helping the body get the tools it needs and the body's kind of, um, again, kind of eliminating some impurities, I guess is the best way for me to say it without getting into medical claims. Right, right, so right. Let me just let, let me just say this, so, so this will explain a little bit. So antioxidants is a molecule, and it has extra electrons. And what happens is you have oxidative damage that happens to you from foods that we eat, stress, which is a big one right now, and other things. And so when the oxidative damage happens, you lose an electron, which creates what's called a free radical. A free radical goes around and creates more havoc in the body. An antioxidant is a molecule that has extra electrons, and it finds that free radical, and it can give it the missing electron, and it can neutralize that. Uh-huh. A buildup of free radicals can lead to a buildup of free radicals can lead to inflammation. So, without getting into medical claims, I'm just letting you little know a little bit about what antioxidants are, and a little bit about what free radicals are, and inflammation a little bit too. So how many, yeah. so how often do you have to use it before you start to almost feel or see, see a difference? A lot of people feel a difference on the very first one. Really? Um, wow. You know, wow. It has to do, it depends on what you're, you know, what you're, what's going on with you, right? Right. But you're getting antioxidants and minerals and minerals also activate the enzymes in the antioxidant. So it's just a way of getting it. Like I said, we can go say it goes on the skin, it's absorbed over time. But we know that a lot of people report that they feel a lot more relaxed. Um, a lot of them report that they actually have slept better. Um, and then also, um, depending on what's going on with your body, you don't want to drink alcohol on the day that you do it because it does make it a little more of a uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's pretty beneficial. It's just that we have to be so careful what we say. Right. And with the bath bomb, I mean, is there like a routine with it? Or like how long would a person, I guess, I don't know, soak in the uh, the bath bomb water for? Or, or so it's, is, it's, or, it's, not yeah. a, it's not a bomb. It's not a bomb. It's just a, a antioxidants and minerals in powder form. Oh, and they okay. pour it in the bath. They pour it in the bath, or they can take the bath, and they can make three-foot soaks out of it to save money. So they're either going to soak their feet in it, which the arch of the foot is sort of like, acts kind of like a straw. Uh-huh. So uh, you can soak in it by your feet, or you can soak it in the bath for 10 to 15 minutes. It's just a, their mix that they got, and they have the human, like, from what I understand, they have the only completed human trial that was ever completed in the Department of Defense. So they are just really brilliant scientists. And I, when I met them, like I said, I already had an antioxidant mineral mix. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize is that if you take certain things and you take them in the wrong proportion, you can actually create free radicals. So that's why I went with the doctors who really knew what they were doing rather than just taking selenium and, and zinc and vitamin C and all those things by themselves. I wanted to have the right mixture. Now, is this and something that really you important. would 
you would say you would do every day or is there like a time? No. Oh, okay. So it's no. kind of like probably one, one time a, deal. anywhere from one to three times a week is good to have. Uh, but you know, it's not just about our product It's about getting out there and eating healthiest foods you can Absolutely. watching foods that cause inflammation like milk products and, 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 and breads. I mean, I'm not here to put down any industry. I'm just saying that there are certain things that do, you know, have some things that it does, you know, some things good and some things that are negative. And right now, we need to focus on getting what we can to support our immune systems the best we can. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because of what's happening out there. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we each got to do our part. You know, there's stuff to help along the way, but we need to do our part to keep ourselves, you know, active as well. So I agree with that, definitely. So what yeah, would getting- you getting sleep, all these things. And I would love to go over a few tips if you're, if you're open to it. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was, I was just about to ask that. What would you, what would you recommend is as a new change that people should be adapting now that we're in this kind of world that we sit in? Well, first I want to clarify, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not here to give Absolutely. you medical advice, mm-hmm. but I'm Absolutely. just going to give some of the things that I've learned about. People are not thinking about walking on the virus, and they're not they're walking into the house, and it's on the bottom of their shoes if they walked where someone's nose dripped or someone sneezed or anything like that. So it's pretty important, I believe, to either Lysol the bottom of your shoes or to leave them outside. Just being cautious not to bring it in is right. important. They're also saying that it stays on the hair and the clothes, so it's important to wash as soon as you get home and also to... Um, to put your clothes, to wash your clothes quickly and change your clothes. So these are just some of the suggestions that I've heard about. And, you know, along with eating healthy as you can, stressing. People are very stressed and that causes oxidative damage. So oh, yeah. doing your best to, to try to mellow out and, you know, to stay away from people and to do your part, play your part. And, um, you know, making careful everything you touch, washing your hands with 20 seconds, they say, singing happy birthday twice, using soap, (laughs) using hot or warm water, and friction, right? Right. So these are just a few things that I've been um, thinking about and and implemented in my family's uh, life. Absolutely. And and that's the one thing we've been promoting during this whole thing is educate, educate, educate. Definitely. Don't panic, educate. Don't panic, educate. And it's so hard to some people, they just... I, I want to say one of the, the biggest suggestions was is, you know, take a break from um, social media and, yes. and the news for a little bit because then you'll be able to come back to earth and figure out, okay, what do I need to do to prepare myself and my family for it? So we're definitely yes, as long as into you're taking the education. It serious, that's the important part. Take Absolutely. Serious, but don't stress out. Do your part and then don't, don't pay attention to too much you have to be informed, but you want to be cautious not to let that stuff make you afraid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because most people out there, people are working with them. I mean, a lot of the people I understand in different parts of the country don't know that maybe they can call, and I've heard this from some people that are struggling financially, they can call some of their bill people and talk to them, and they may delay their payments for three months or something like that. Right. So most people, most companies are being very supportive of these people in this situation if they can. Right. We, we are sending $50,000 worth of antioxidant bath to frontline healthcare workers. So we're going to send to Chicago, to L.A., we're sending to New York City, and we're sending to Seattle to start. 
we'll do it as much as we can right now. That's what we can do. And then if there's a, a bigger, you know, as we try to grow, we'll do as much as we're able to. Because these frontline workers are the ones who need to have as much support as they can. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if they're exhausted and they're not getting the rest and they're stressed out, uh, that's that's going to really wear on their immune system. Absolutely. So that's why we have to support them in any way we can. And this is what we're trying to do to, to be able to support where we can. And so there's also antioxidants and, and those kind of things are hard to find right now. Right. We just barely created the bath and the foot soak actually just a few months ago. We've had the, it's the same formula that we've been using at the clinics and things like that. But we decided to create a retail product, and we barely opened up our retail market just recently. So we ordered a, a huge order so that we could be able to support the demand. Because, uh, unfortunately, the labs and things like that were running out of the antioxidants and things that people need. Right. It's, hard, it's hard to get their hands on it. So where can – is this is this products that you're creating available for the general public to get? Yeah, just now. We were only selling to clinics and spas. But we now decided to sell to people so that they could have this in their homes. And where so can they get it? We have, you can go to NutrientSoak.com, and there is the bath for people. Again, there's also a foot soak. It's the price of a pedicure, pretty much. But you can take the bath if you want to, and you can make three foot soaks out of it to help you financially. Uh -huh. um, we just have some really good ingredients that we work with. And then we have the bath for the dogs that so can also be used for the cats. It's antioxidants and minerals, and we've been working with Pugnation and seeing incredible results with these dogs. It's been been amazing. So wow, very very yeah. Very we nice. we didn't we didn't even know it would do that much for them. We were like wow, but it was just something we were working with the rescue dogs, and now they're they're ordering. They they order every month. They just have to have it and. It's just uh, it's been a it's been a joy to be able to see um, a, a, the difference turnaround with some of these animals and helping people at the same time. I mean, I've been worked in hospice for a while, and you can't take the girl you can take the girl out of hospice, but you can't take the hospice out of the girl. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So where do you see where do you hope to see all this in the future? Well, look, I mean, I I want to support people. Like if I had the money, I would give it away. Let me tell you, I just right. can't. Um, you know, it's just, it's, um, I want to see people learn about antioxidants and learn about free radicals and learn about inflammation and learn about foods that they can eat and learn about things that they can do to support their, their health. Um, I want to, I want to, I'm glad to see people washing their hands. I mean, many people are washing their hands, you know, the wrong way. I hope people learn to do that. And honestly, I heard four out of five men don't wash their hands. And I don't know if that's true, but I think that's changing right now right well so can, it's just the biggest part is washing the hands too sorry go ahead no i was gonna say well i can guarantee you these these two men yes. definitely wash their hands every <laughs> chance you get uh -huh. we get i should say oh yeah no i i'm sure but i mean i've met other men who said that oh that i know they've seen four out of five men oh i know I, I know i don't know if it's true or not yeah but i definitely think things are changing people are being more cautious but do you think and that will you, last though that's the big know, ultimate question no well, look, look what's happened. I mean, you know, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened in our lifetime, right? right. Ever. And I think this is pretty dramatic. Yes. I think it's it's uh, it's almost it's a, like PTSD, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, it may not last for everybody, but if we're, you know, I think this could have been a, 
there's viruses that are much worse. Right. And this is sort of like a run through. I hope that we don't have any, you know, things that come along that are worse. You know, because we do also need people. We need each other. We need to pull together in a sense that we can stay the distance, but also support each other. I talked to my friend in, in, in uh, Italy, and she said they open the market in the morning for two hours. They go out. They have they stand about nine feet, <clears throat> nine feet away is, is what she says, and that they get their money, they pass it through a, a thing, and they get their food passed through. So they're very cautious. And when they walk down the street, they actually have one person <clears throat> walk, and then the other person walks after. They don't walk together or next to each other. Wow. It's a very different world now, isn't it? It is totally is mm-hmm. and it's it's a struggle to adapt with especially for individuals for ourselves who are constantly on the go yeah. and constantly have schedules and mm-hmm. and now we're back at that the the life before we got into this business and where it was okay well we have days off and now we've had a week off and we're like okay I don't know what to do with myself anymore so we're finding projects that we normally would say that we would do that we don't actually do that we're actually doing now yeah uh-huh. so um yeah it's a totally different life that uh, we're all but you having know what to i have to say you know what the uh, you know i guess if you want to say something sort of positive we've been getting into the mode of getting our food delivered we've been getting all these apps our phones and communicating through social media i mean what would have happened in the 80s you know right wow if That's we didn't have point. what we already have now where people bring things to you i mean I have to say, we're fortunate that a lot of us have gotten used to at least those things so that we yes. can, you know, be supported where we are able to be supported. Absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't think about that because, you know, that's prior Internet. That's prior cell phones. That's yeah. pretty much prior everything. Yeah. So. I mean, at least it's a little bit easier in the sense that we can get these things and we get mailed, you know, we got delivered to your door. I mean. In a way, we have to thank God for some of these things things that are right. out there, honestly. I mean, we just, I don't know. But but I will tell you that we, as a, as a world, we sometimes take things for granted. And right now, I think we're looking at what's really important in our world. Absolutely. And our, Agreed. Our health is very important. It's the number one. Because you can be madly in love. You can be filthy rich. But if you aren't healthy, none of that's going to matter. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And health... How many people think about the nice car that they want and they think about the beautiful home they want and they and the nice clothes they want and they're not thinking about their health? Right. That mm-hmm. is true. You know, I'm guilty I'm guilty of not thinking about my health. I grew up in, you know, Missouri and I ate terrible food and I was 100 pounds overweight by the time I was 10. And I think I was 8 years old before I saw a vegetable which was a tomato on a cheeseburger. And wow. I my life has changed a lot. Now I've dropped 190 pounds. I know I still have got probably 40, 50 pounds to go, but I'm, I'm not, right. you know, as I eat healthier. I think about things healthier. I, um, I don't know. I'm much more conscious about, about things than I used to be. And this is true. I think we're the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it's almost, I don't want to say it's forced by nature or purpose maybe, but, um, you know, we, because people are going crazy and there's not much in the grocery store to buy, you're kind of confining yourself to eating the foods that you normally wouldn't touch because they're a little bit healthier. Because, ironically, healthier foods are more available on the counter I've than, seen that, yeah. than uh, what we normally eat. So, I Isn't would that have, funny? 
It is totally <laughs> funny, yep. and we laugh at that because vegetables and fruits, they're all over the place in there, but anything that we that is considerably junk food or not really great for you, there you can't find any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Right. Well, I, I, I hate to say it, but that's, it's, it's, it shows how we're conditioned. When, when these yes. processed foods are not healthy for you and people are running for them because they're frightened, because we're addicted to them, to be honest. Absolutely. And we do need to eat fresh fruits and vegetables, and the things that are left behind are the things that you really need to support your immune system. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, eating fruits and vegetables can boost your immune system. That, you know, eating greens and eating berries, those things can boost your immune system. And so you have to do what's going to be very best for your vehicle that you're in. Absolutely. And I, my heart goes out to these people, like in certain countries where they're now, and it, and it can happen here where you're being turned away if you're 80 years older. That's just heartbreaking. And they're talking about changing that to 60 years old and having to pick who, who lives and dies. That's just, yeah. that breaks my heart. It does. It does. It absolutely does. I mean, it, it's a big uh, think box, if that's what I'm looking for. It basically, you know, you're in your own box, you're in your home, and you, you, you really should take this time about thinking about your life and, um, you know, how can you improve it and what what should you really change and force yourself to change. So I think it's, it's uh, as I've put it many times before, it's fate and life's way of putting you in timeout and saying, think about what you did. Well, what I say is we're not Democrats or Republicans anymore. Yes. We're not even just Americans. We Absolutely. are we are earthlings. Yes. Absolutely. We are together, pull this stuff away, do what's best for the society and the people. Let's get past all this stuff right now and let's get away from that and let's be supportive of each other. Yes. You know? And stress too. I mean, I, I don't want to scare anybody and I kinda of probably did, but look, the truth is is that we have to watch comedies we have to think about what we're grateful for we have to focus on those things because you get pulled into fear it just makes it it's so unhealthy for you and we can make it through this we can do this absolutely absolutely and you know i i we've also said to many times to our fans and and even people around our personal circle um that uh when you create panic, you're you're creating something additional than the virus, and then you have to deal with that. And then we're taking we're not taking into granted the ones that are already dealing with PTSD mm-hmm. or mental yep. illness or who have severe anxiety issues. Exactly. We're not taking into mind they've been dealing with this prior to this virus, yep. and your panic is making it actually worse for them. So we need to kind of understand each other and say, okay, exactly what you said. We are going to get through this. You just got to find that patience to, to deal with it and take exactly. that time to say, okay, what can I change? Yes. Um, so yeah, totally agree. Yes. I, I have a, a, you know, you guys know Harlan, right? Yes, yes. of course. <laughs> you know, the, you know what Harlan was doing the other day? He's like an amazing human being. Uh-huh. Like, he's so amazing. He was out there taking food to shut in. You know, wow. in California, when it, I mean, the man is busier than, you know, anything. And he's a, he's, he's an amazing man. And he's out there um, taking the time uh, to do this. And he works with, he's, he's handling all these celebrities and all these different things. But he's taking the time to go out there and, and go bring food to shut ins. And I, he, I like more people with heart like that. Absolutely. They're doing what yeah. they can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do yes. what you can. Even if it's a little thing, do what you can. Even if it's call somebody that might be alone 
or oh, Skype yes. with somebody who is alone. There's going to be people that are completely alone, and isolation is not healthy for people, but they have to do it right now. So get on Skype or get on FaceTime or get on something so that you can interact with them if, they, if it's possible. If you, can, if you can't do FaceTime, at least t- take a time to call them and, and schedule that time to sit with them and talk to them and help them through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, we're we're doing that. We're kind of doing the same. We're actually we've been um, playing uh, charades on FaceTime with a lot of people. <laughs> so it's actually Good. been unique and fun. So we, we've been trying to get that campaign going. But I agree. I mean, we it, it's it's a different world. And we really some people who are less fortunate as ourselves you know, they need our assistance and we're, we're there for them. So I, I totally agree. And Harlan is, like you said, he is unreal. He's unbelievable in what he does. And he's always, always busy every time I talk to him. And, you know, the poor man, he wears himself so thin. But at the end of the day, he he's a blessing. Yeah. He really totally is a blessing. And what he gives to this world is just unremarkable or or remarkable i should say not unremarkable but by just, the way he has a he has a birthday coming up on the 29th so just oh know. well oh. thanks for letting yeah. me know did not know that <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, wow so yeah this uh, i just want to you know what and i appreciate helping me get the word out because you know when we run out of product we run out if we if we continue to we'll continue to get it as much as we can we want to help people um, but I, you know, we've got, we've ordered a big quantity to help people as much as possible. But when we run out, we run out. And we'll just know that we helped as, or we tried to help as many people as we could and in lots of different ways. And I appreciate helping get the word out because we've never marketed. We've only been selling through word of mouth and to spas and clinics and things like that. And so this is the first time we've made something available to the, you know, as a retail. And I think it's uh, the time to do it now. Because we do have to help as many people as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. And of even, even taking a bath, even taking a bath is going to be very relaxing for people. So, you very know, true. I mm-hmm. Very, very true. Well, yeah. I want to thank you personally for yes. having a heart in yes. all of this and doing what you do and continuing to bring out that heart in this in the world that we live in. And you know, so a big thank you to um, you being an actual good human being so thank you for that oh thank you i'm very <laughs> proud of this product i have to admit i'm very proud of it i've worked my butt off to get it um and i i'm very 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 proud and happy that we've had brilliant scientists and wonderful people and and uh, any way i can help absolutely and give me that address again on where people can get it it's nutrientsoak.com perfect that's where all three of the products are and they'll be able to order and um, and then we'll, you know, we'll continue to help our frontline workers as much as possible. And I suggest that everybody jump in and do what they can to support these people, you know, in any way that they can. Absolutely. We have to just keep those relationships, you know, alive because they need support. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Well, we are definitely going to be ordering those products because we love a great, relaxing, yeah. uh, stress-free bath. And we love just... We love taking care of our bodies, so um, we'll definitely give you a great review on that. I'm, I'm sure they're wonderful. Absolutely, I'm sure they're oh, wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, Maggie, thank you so much for coming on our show. We really appreciate it. I can wish you the best of luck through all of this because the whole world needs it. Yes. And, um, you know, much love to you and your family for, for just 
again, being that heart, because we all need that heart and that love out there. That's yep. what we need. So thank you well, so I much. Well, I hear the hearts in you guys, too, and I appreciate you. Thank you for being uh, out there and keeping the, the world informed and helping people. Always good to feel good and learn how to be good. I yeah. Guess. Yes. Be healthy, be safe, be responsible, be smart. Be educated. And yes, be educated. Through these difficult times, we're in this together. And, you know, again, we all love everyone. So I can't stress it enough. Love yourself and the world will love you in return. We want to thank Maggie Jones for joining us today and giving us all that great advice and talking about her wonderful product i encourage you to go and check it out uh we will definitely be looking into it yeah uh, loving mm -hmm. that kind of stress release stuff uh -huh. so uh yes and we want to thank you for coming by again next week we have another great episode of what about our life with chris and will another great guest another great topic mm -hmm. you can tell your friends about us we'd love to entertain them you can follow us on instagram at chris.ann.will or you can go to our official website to learn so much about chris and will chrisandwill.com that's right but until then and until next week we gotta go we'll see you again friends thank you all for joining us but for now Bye. Bye.